<laughs> you know what I love when you record a whole episode and it gets fucking deleted. It gets deleted, honey. Yes, deleted. Uh, so you know what? I'm gonna try this again. Hi, everybody. Um, it's I, Andrew. Happy Monday. Uh, I I embrace Mondays. I love Mondays. I love the beginning of the work week, the start of something new. To quote High School Musical. Um, and it's probably because I don't have a, like a quote unquote normal working job, but who's to say what is normal and what isn't normal in this day and age. But I will say I'm a big fan of the Mondays and I actually don't love the weekends. Um, I don't know why. I just like, I like that I have a really structured routine during the week and during the weekends I do whatever I want to do like most people, but for the most part I get bored of that and I don't know, I'm just coming up with a great birthday weekend. Spent most of my weekend at home, relaxing. Uh, Friday was my 33rd birthday, which is, damn girl, uh, 33. Uh, I have, um, I uh, had a great dinner at the Waldorf in Beverly Hills. Appropriately, I watched Gossip Girl all weekend. Obviously, Blair Waldorf. And it was great. Um... I have some I have some really, really good stories for you guys today, but I want to say before I start all of that, today, which is Sunday because I recorded all my episodes the night before, I heard the most of every piece of celebrity pop culture gossip I've ever read or heard about via Dumois or Page Six or TMZ, I heard the most scandalous salacious, juicy piece of gossip from a source connected to two super, super, super A-list celebrities. The source that brought it for me, I will never, brought to me this information, I will never reveal their name, but they're in my life and they're in contact with one of the parties. And let me tell you, it is really crazy what I heard. And it's something that... If this were to become public, which it never would, because the group of people that know it are not going to put it out there. And if they did, that would be really, you know, shitty of them. And I'm not certainly going to do it, even though I am talking about it. But you'll never guess who it is. There's too many celebrities and whatnot. I'm not going to have any context clues. But I will say this. If it got out, it would validate someone and vindicate someone it will validate and vindicate but it would also potentially be a um maybe a cancel culture moment however i don't think people change people you know but let me tell you when i heard this my jaw dropped to the floor and the first thing i thought of was wow if only bleep could have this, you know, come out, but it never will. So I'm just going to leave it at that. Uh, what else? Oh yeah. Also I went to pavilions. I live in West Hollywood. Pavilions is like a grocery store. I guess it's all over California, but there's a pavilions right by me on, off of Santa Monica. And someone said hello to me at the grocery store. I was like, Oh, hi. And they said, how are you doing? I was like, I'm good. I thought this, this, this gentleman was being super friendly, not gentleman. He was like my age. Um, I was like, I'm sorry. Have we met? He goes, we haven't met, but we've talked before. I said, oh, like, do we have a mutual contact, a mutual friend? He said, no, we, we used to talk via one of these dating apps back in the day. Um, and I was like, oh, my gosh, I'm so sorry. I really just don't, like, I don't really use them. And he was like, no, it's all good. It's all good. It was like four or five years ago. And 
I, first of all, I felt so bad because I didn't recognize this person. But second of all, I was like, yes, I made an impression, honey, yes. Um, but it was very nice. And it's, it's one of those things where it's like, okay, you have to be really nice to everyone. And you can never ghost people or you can never, like, shut people out. Because you never know who you're going to run into. Literally, I never thought I was going to see, I, I didn't, okay, I, living my day-to-day life, I didn't think I was actually, I would, I would run into, like, you just don't imagine things like that happening. Um, I mean, it was fine. This person was so nice and he happened to be engaged to his partner. Um, and I thought that was great, but it was really nice that they remembered me. Um, but we never went on a date. We just chatted for a bit, but it was very interesting. And how I knew he knew me was because he mentioned my dog. So it had to have been Chai is, I got Chai in 2018, so 2019, 2020, 2021, 2022. So four, it had to be four years ago, 2018. 2018 I, was a year I did do quite a bit of um, tindering. Uh, I do remember that because, well, I remember that. Um, and then 2019 and 2020, well, obviously 2020 I didn't date. In 2021 I didn't date. In 2022, yeah, I don't really use Tinder. Um, well, I don't really, I don't use it. But I did have, um, that was my, yeah, everything he said was verified because I, knew, I remember, yeah. Anyways, it was cool. It was nice. Always fun to, like, run into people who, you know, new friends. Um, but aside from that, it was pretty much an uneventful weekend. Stayed home, watched Gossip Girl. It was so damn hot out in L.A. And, yeah, I feel like I'm venting to you or gossiping to literally nobody. So without uh, further ado, let's let's get into the real meat and potatoes of today's episode. Obviously, the Britney and K-Fed of it all, I can't even handle it. The true Teresa Giudice, marvelous hair piece of her wedding, and then of course rounding it all up with uh, a little bit of interesting uh, movie news about a um, movie that just topped a very iconic movie. So yeah, here we go. First story of the day comes from E News. Britney Spears fires back at Kevin Federline over his claims about their sons. I don't know if you guys know or read about this, but I read about it and I was like, what the hell? Britney Spears has broken her silence regarding Kevin Federline's bombshell claims about their kids. Speaking to ITV News in a soon-to-be-televised interview, the singer's ex-husband said their sons, Sean Preston Federline, 16, and Jaden James Federline, 15. I cannot believe our kids are 15. That's so crazy. Quote, have decided they are not seeing her right now, according to the Mail on Sunday, which published, which published excerpts. Quote, it's been a few months since they've seen her, Kevin continued. They made the decision not to go to her wedding. Brittany, who married Sam Ashgari in June, fired back on Instagram on August 6th. Quote, it saddens me to hear that my ex-husband has decided to discuss the relationship between me and my children, she wrote on her story. Continuing, quote, as we all know, raising teenage boys is never easy for anyone. That's very true. I mean, I don't have kids, but I once was a teenage boy, and uh, I assume it wasn't easy. Well, actually, I was probably an easier because I was like a queen and, you know, doing my musical theater and having fun with my friends and like literally... The most innocent teenage years of my life, but it's not like that for everyone. Anyways, E! News has reached out um, to ITV for comment and has not heard back, according to the Mail on Sunday. Article penned by the ITV interviewer Daphne Barak. Sean and Jaden themselves said their decision to not see Britney was painful. Kevin also said in the interview that he became increasingly uncomfortable uh, with what Sean and Jaden allegedly confided to him that they witnessed during their visits in recent years. Without elaborating, he added, quote, There were a lot of things going on that I didn't feel comfortable with, according to the Mail on Sunday. He also said the boys made their choice to stop seeing Britney in the wake of her activity on Instagram. Activity on Instagram. 
Um, Britney occasionally posts censored naked photos of herself on social media. Quote, I try to explain to them, quote, look, maybe that's just another way she tries to express herself, Kevin told ITV News about the boys. Um, quote, <clears throat> excuse me, but that doesn't take away from the fact of what it does to them, he added. It's tough. Britney responded on her Instagram story, quote, it concerns me um, the fact that for, I'm sorry, it concerns me the fact that the reason is based on my Instagram. It was long before Instagram. I gave them everything, only one word, hurtful. <clears throat> Excuse me, I'm so sorry to clear my throat, but it is a scandalous story. Yeah, that's really, really sad. First of all, I got to defend Britney's Instagram and say, I love Britney's Instagram, it's a lot of fun. And she's literally expressing herself being free, hashtag free Britney, after everything she endured over the last, what, 12, 13 years, 16 years? with a conservatorship, and also, she's just spinning around, dancing, living her best life, so, but again, you know, it's their mom, it's very different, it's a relationship that probably, not probably none of us will understand, because we don't know the inner workings of Britney's relationship with her sons, very private, as it should be, but it is sad that Kevin Federline is making this public, when it very much could have been private, uh, and I think it's wildly inappropriate, and I wonder if it's going to affect his, um, financial deal with whatever the kids are and whatnot spousal support true that britney to give her kids everything i mean she's britney spears so financially i'm sure she's the you know sole provider not to say kevin federline doesn't work i mean i just don't know i haven't heard of that nor do i read anything about that but very sad and this isn't the type of thing that it's not like screw you kevin federline screw you kids it's it's just sad and it is inappropriate that Kevin spoke publicly about this, but it's also like, this is not the way to do it. And, you know, obviously, Britney's, literally, her name has been dragged through the mud with regards to press and whatnot. Um, but I think everybody was rooting for her and, you know, championing her. So I hope that this all gets cleared up behind closed doors. It's like, first Jamie Lynn and her dad and her mom and now this. It's like, ugh, these people leeches well i mean i don't mean to be shady but anyways uh anyways there's more to this article in the itv interview kevin also noted how britney has publicly criticized him on instagram as well as her family members and it made a long time view stemming from her 13-year conservatorship which was terminated last november the boys live with their dad his wife victoria prince oh i had no idea kfed was married and the couple's two daughters. In 2018, Kevin and Brittany adjusted their custody arrangements granting him custody of their sons 70 percent of the time up from the 50% on Instagram, Brittany made a bombshell claim of her own, writing, quote, My mother told me you should give them to their dad. The singer did not provide more details. He News has reached out to reps for Kevin and the singer's mother, Lynn Spears, for comment. Has not heard back. Okay, this is like wild. This is all public. But anyways, this brings us into our next story, which is also from E! News. Sam Ashkari, obviously Brittany's husband, defends Brittany Spears after K-Fed, Kevin Federline claims, sons don't want to see her. Okay. Sam Ashgari has Britney's back. The pop star's husband has come to her defense following her ex, Kevin Federline's bombshell claims about the former couple's son, Sean Preston Federline, 16, and Jaden James Federline, 15, in a rare interview with ITV. By the way, I just had like a really sour candy and my tongue is all weird. Ah, sorry. It's like painful on the sides. It's like when you eat a sharp cheese. It's like that feeling. I hate that. Um, in a rare interview with ITV News, uh, shared in advance with a mail on Sunday newspaper, the pop star's former husband said that their boys have not seen their mother in months. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Um, I want to 
Oh, here's what Sam said. Quote, my wife has never posted a nude selfie except for her butt, which is quite modest these days. Sam wrote on his Instagram story on August 6th, continuing, quote, all other posts were implied nudity, which can be seen in any lad, any ad for lotion or soap. <laughs> Period. <laughs> He's spitting facts, Sam Mascari, which is why we all love him, standing up for his woman. He also wrote, quote, there is no validity to this statement regarding the kids distancing themselves and it is irresponsible to make that statement publicly. E! News has reached out to Kevin's rep for comment and has not heard back. Brittany, who divorced Kevin in 2007 and married Sam in June, had responded herself to her ex-husband's claims on her own Instagram, which literally was the last story I read, so I'm not going to reiterate everything I just read. Look, okay, not surprised Sam has his wife's back. Clearly he defends, he always defends Brittany, as he should, as any husband or spouse or partner should. Um... Which is great. Very, very messy of Kevin Federline. And this does not make him look good. And I'm not going to throw the boys under the bus because those are kids and they're underage. And, you know, you never talk about kids. Just like on Housewives, kids are off limits. But it ain't good. It ain't good. And it's very unfair. And even though Britney Spears is living her best life dancing around in her Cheesecake Mansion, those are the words, Cheesecake Factory Mansion, that's what Heather McDonald from Juicy Scoop refers to her house as, which, by the way, Heather McDonald is literally my favorite podcaster ever, um, aside from, obviously, Claudia and Jackie. If you know, you know. If you don't know, then I highly suggest you listen to The Morning Toes. It's my favorite. Those are the only two podcasts I listen to. Sometimes Call Her Daddy, but that's it. There's, like, nothing else I really like. Actually, somebody once referenced... Oh, it was another... I forget what it's called. It has to do with... Um, what's her name? Rita Ora. I forget what he said it's called, but it sounds like really good. Anyways, I have to listen to it because it's somebody I like actually... His opinion I care about. Anyways, sorry to go off on a tangent. Uh, I, I really hope that this all gets worked out, but very privately, not publicly, because I don't like reading about this stuff, but I am reading about it because it's top of mind, and it just goes to show that people are throwing Britain under the bus, and it's not cool. It ain't cool, girly. Okay, this brings us to our third story of the day. Actually, relatively, pretty much like the biggest housewife story in a long time, um, coming from People Magazine. Teresa Giudice and Louis Rules are married inside the Real Houses of New Jersey couple's romantic story wedding. Okay, sort of the big brouhaha uh, or, or big takeaway of this wedding with Teresa and Louis was Teresa's hair. It's iconic. It is real, like, New Jersey, like, queen... Now, many people obviously had negative things to say about it, but here's the thing. My mom grew up in New Jersey, and half my family's from New Jersey, and I, I love... I was just in New Jersey. Like, Jersey is... It's part of me. I love it. I embrace it. I love the GS, GSP. I love the, the Tap Hansy Bridge, which I don't think it's called that anymore. It's called the... Uh, what's that guy's name? Cuomo Bridge, I think. Um, I love... I just love everything about New Jersey. Alpine, Franklin Lakes. I love the diners. I love it all. Um... And this is it. This is like Teresa being a real New Jersey queen. And it's amazing. And it, it, it's just iconic. Okay. <laughs> Here's what the article says. Congratulations are in order for Teresa Giudice and Louie. The Real Houses of New Jersey a couple tied the knot on Saturday in front of 220 guests at the Park Chateau Estate and Gardens in East Brunswick, New Jersey. How fabulous. Giudice's four daughters, Gia 21, Gabriella 17, Melania 16, and Adriana 12, who she shares with her ex-husband Joe, were all by their mom's side, as were Ruelis' two sons, David and Nicholas, from his previous relationship. According, I'm sorry, attending the Black Tie event are also a sea of Bravo talent, including 
Judy Jay's Real Housewives of New Jersey co-stars Jennifer Aiden, Dolores, Catania, Margaret, Joseph, and Jackie Goldschneider, plus Real Housewives of Dubai breakout Chanel Ayan, Real Housewives of Miami's Alexia Napola, Real Housewives of Potomac star Ashley Darby, Real Housewives of New York City alums Dorinda and Jill Darren, and past and present Real Housewives of Atlanta stars Kenya Moore, Phaedra Parks, and Cynthia Bailey. Oh, no, no, no Beverly Hills Housewives. I thought Kyle was going to be invited. Also, where the hell was Ramona? I guess she didn't make the list. <laughs> Remember when Ramona posted a photo of the invitation? Oh, God. Okay. Uh, the real talk show host, Lonnie Love, recently a guest on Watch Happens Live, uh, also made the cut. Um, oh, the event was filmed for a special set to air on Bravo, as people previously reported, missing from the big day where Judice's brother... And sister-in-law, Joe Gorga, Melissa Gorga, as well as Real Houses of New Jersey alum, Dina Manzo. <clears throat> yeah, this is, this is going to be good for ratings. Um, look, Teresa looks iconic, and I think she looks fabulous. And I will never, even if I don't agree with, or I don't maybe love a bride's dress, I will never critique it because it is a bride's special day and a groom's day too, but more so it's the day of, although, you know, two grooms and obviously. Well, there's always a bride of two grooms, I will say that. <clears throat> now, I've never had a wedding. I hope to one day, but if I don't, then it's fine. But I hope to one day. And let me tell you something. I would, I would wear my hair like Teresa. Like a big speed bump. Put in some pieces. Love it. And she looks iconic. And uh, I, can't, I'm, I, I haven't watched Jersey in quite some time. I mean, I don't think any will ever be as iconic as Danielle and Teresa. Flipping the table and then season two when they, Teresa um, chases Danielle out, out of the country club. And then... Um, What's her face? His daughter pulls Danielle's hair. Oh my gosh. So iconic. So iconic. But very happy for Teresa and Louis. So uh, well wishes and I wish them a very successful marriage. I really, really do. Because I like Teresa and I want her to be happy. <clears throat> I wonder if Joe knows about this or if Joe sends like a card or like a bouquet of flowers. I'm sure he wishes his ex-wife well because of their daughters. Anyways, good for them. This brings us to our fourth final story of the day from TMZ. Top Gun Maverick beats Titanic to become number seven highest grossing film. That's so crazy. Very exciting, though. The Titanic has been sunk again because Tom Cruise's Top Gun Maverick just overtook the legendary blockbuster in the list of biggest moneymakers in Hollywood history. The high-flying sequel, which has been on a roll since its release in May, has now claimed the number seven spot in the highest box office sales domestically, clocking in at $662 million in tickets sold, beating out James Cameron's 97 classic by a good three mil or so at $659 million. According to reports, Top Gun ranked in $7 million this weekend, which might sound relatively meager, but considering it's in its 11th week in theaters right now, that's damn impressive. While Titanic is in Tom's rear view, he has many other flicks ahead of him that have made far more money Big picture, including in due time Avengers Infinity War and Black Panther, which had total domestic calls of seven six hundred sixty eight million and seven hundred million respectively. Look, oh, and Avatar is coming out. Look, I'm really happy for this. Tom Cruise is. <clears throat> I mean, when I think of Tom Cruise, I think of a lot of things, and I'm not going to get get into that all. But if you know, you know. But um, <clears throat> I'm I'm happy for him. He's clearly like a cinema guy and really passionate about his work. Hence the leaked, you know, COVID tapes and whatnot that were, like, actually kind of horrific to listen to. But I listen to it because, you know, I have to for my job. Very happy for him, and I'm really happy for Miles Teller because he really is, like, the takeaway um, from this movie. When I was in my Uber from New Jersey to the airport in Newark, which, by the way, <clears throat> I'm not even getting into, like, the 
craziness that is Newark Airport, but I will never, ever fly out of Newark again, and I highly advise anyone flying out of New Jersey, go to JFK or literally go to Philadelphia. Don't go out of Newark. They literally cancel or delay all your flights, which is just, like, not... I'm not having it. Um... Oh, but my Uber driver was playing Top Gun Maverick on his phone. Which is, like, kind of shady because I was, like, thinking, isn't this still in theaters? Like, how do you have this on your phone? But I'm not going to throw him under the bus, but I was, like, loving the movie. I was like, ooh. (laughs) But good for Tom. Good for Top Gun. And uh, great for cinema because, you know, you want movies to do well. So love it. Love it. Love it. Um, There's a movie that I do want to see. Like, My Trip to Paris about the woman who wants a Dior dress. Um, As well as... Black Panther's coming out in November, which I can't wait for. Something's coming out in December, too, but <clears throat> I don't remember what it is. Anyways, love cinema. Love it. Um, okay, that is, a, that is a Monday episode, everybody. I really, really wish I could tell you guys the gossip that I know that I found out, but I can't because it is too damn juicy. Have a good Monday, everybody, and uh, we'll be back. Well, I'll be back maybe tomorrow if there's something good. Bye.